11.07 p.m. in the East. Streaming live on Pride48.com. It's time for Mix Minus. My name is Daniel Brewer, and I do not do this show alone. I do it with my good buddy, Adam Burns. Adam, how are you this evening? Speaking of Auntie Scott, are we going to do another one of those three-way episodes? You know what? I am always down for a good three-way. So, yeah, it's like, you know, you just have to... I think the the trick with a good three-way is not doing them so often that you become a thruple, because then you lose the the thing that makes a three-way special, right? Uh, by the way, I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Oh, fuck you. Uh, All right. Uh, here's the thing, Adam. I, you know, I, but let me, I, there's a point to be made here, Adam. Yes. That if you do a three-way too often, then you just, you're just a thruple. So then you have to deal with like relationship stuff. And everything. The, the beauty of a three-way is you get, a, you know, a guest star. It's kind of like those episodes of Batman where Batgirl showed up. And it was like, they weren't every week. They were like, you know, there were months and months and months between them. But you like those episodes a little bit more because they had a guest star. So what do you call it when there are four? Swingers? No. like Orgy? What what do you call it? No. In my mind, I know a lot of porn sites list group and orgies, and they'll like basically just show you three ways and four ways. And it's like, to me, it's not an orgy until you have more than 10. So. So what's four? A quadruple? Four is a a fun evening. A foursome? (laughs) Yeah, it's a foursome. uh, And how often... You know, how often do you guys like to do it, you know, so that you don't get in a relationship? What, four ways? Yeah. We probably don't do them more than once every couple of months. Okay. Just Fine. enough. Yeah, enough. Well, you know, I didn't know if you guys were getting into a, a four-way relationship. I don't even know what you would call that. Yeah, I mean, at a certain point, you know, you would just be a polyamorous group or something like that. Or some, oh, some Lamont Cranston in the chat room says 4G. Oh, a 4G. Yeah, well, that was that, a drag queen uh, on, on Drag Race, right? 4G4. 4G4. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We've just gone there, haven't we? Hi, Adam. How are you this Hi. week? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Uh, excellent. Uh, How's your standing desk? My standing desk is still... You know what? I had a lot of meetings today, and I, I the last couple of meetings I took sitting down because I was like, eh, I'm going to be standing tonight doing the show. I'm gonna. I'm just going to sit now. You really shouldn't take that sitting down. Daniel, I, oh, I you should, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I think I, I was thinking about this today. This is the first podcast that I have recorded since the inauguration because uh, that darn Elvis we record on Tuesdays. So that was, you know, inauguration Eve. But since, uh, you know, since Wednesday, have you, have you been sleeping better? Have you been breathing better? We have a new president. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Well, it's funny you say that. I I have been, I I think I've been more peaceful. However, I still, I got really into the news rabbit hole during the Donald Trump presidency and followed people on Twitter and, and read enough news on various sites and stuff like that, that I'm still getting all of this stuff fed to me. And now it's stressful because the Senate's going to do something to block a bunch of crap. I don't even know the Republicans. I don't even know what they're going to do because I thought the Democrats have the majority and that we could just push things through like the Republicans did during Donald Trump's presidency. But apparently they have some ace up their sleeve or something. I don't know what they're going to do. So that's stressing me out. But it really shouldn't stress you out. But 
I don't even know what it is, but they're going to do something. Mitch it's McConnell the, well, is going to yeah, so do something. They were trying to agree on rules so that they could, they want to, the Republicans want to keep the filibuster in place. And so they're trying to get McConnell, not McConnell, they're trying to get Schumer to agree in writing that he will not get rid of the filibuster. Because the majority party gets to set the rules of the Senate. So they could... This is what they call the nuclear option, right? They could get rid of it. And it's not unprecedented, right? We've gotten rid of the filibuster for most appointments. Like for most cabinet appointments, it only takes a majority of, of the Senate but to But what to is pass. the threat? What can they do? Let's say that... What can the Republicans do is right, what I'm saying. Right. What, so what, what they exactly what they did during Obama's term. What they will do is just they'll basically filibuster everything to keep anything from passing. So when you... When they call the filibuster, which is completely stupid, because in the old days, Adam, back in the old days, um, you actually had to filibuster. And what it meant is you had to go and speak on the floor. You had to just sit there and speak and try to run the clock out to run out the time so that people couldn't vote on whatever you wanted to vote. So there's like this really arcane rule in the Senate that once you start speaking, like you can talk forever, whatever, as long as you can stand there and keep talking like Strom Thurmond. I feel like there was a West Wing episode or something where someone. Yeah. Strom Thurmond famously like went in there with a catheter and a, in a bag so that he could pee while he was standing. uh, And he gave, he filibustered for like 14 or 16 hours or something, some crazy amount anyway. But in modern times, they've changed it so that there, you don't actually have to do the work. All you have to do is say, I'm going to do it. So all you have to do is ah filibuster. And then you don't actually have to do the work. So unsurprisingly, the number of filibusters in the modern age have like skyrocketed, like have quintupled and more than what we ever used to have. It used to be a very rare thing. Now so it's a very it, common thing. And it, what it means is, is that you have to have a 60, you have to have a super majority to pass whatever it is that you're trying to vote on. So then why would he not get rid of it? What would be any, what, what would be any reason not if all he has to do because it works both ways. Like there is no guarantee that two years from now that the Republicans won't take back seats and they'll be in the majority. So then it comes to, then the Democrats wouldn't be able to, they could add it back. Couldn't they? No, because the majority party gets to set the rules. Why would they add it back in? If it's already been removed, that gives them more power. So what happened is, is that they, they got rid of just, Go but ahead. that still makes no sense because, okay, let's say the majority party never wants filibuster to be a thing, right? Okay. And they can change it just with a wave of a pen when they it's, become the majority. Well, it's more right? than a wave of the pen. But yeah, there's certain times, like especially when, you, when you're swearing in a con, when you're, when you're seating a new Congress, there are times that you can adopt new rules. So you can't just on some random Tuesday kill the rules and change everything it has to be done at a certain particular time or it has to pass a 60 vote a 60 person vote here's the the real problem is is that there are democrats that don't want to get rid of the filibuster and so it's a non-starter because they don't have even 50 votes to get rid of it so so aren't they gonna so then it doesn't matter that we have a majority then yes, that means it does, the because the filibuster are cannot filibuster. be yeah the filibuster cannot be used on appointments like presidential appointments so all of these appointments that Biden is trying to seat his cabinet with um they can't filibuster them that's just it just takes a simple majority for them to be and so it's like a lot of stuff can get done without the uh anyway it doesn't matter 
Um, it, but it, it's all arcane. Someone in the chat room, cycling in the chat room, is saying that the true answer is term limits. I disagree with that, but that's all right. That's a discussion for another but, time. Uh, okay. I, I know I'm belaboring this, but just one yes, more question. Okay. Yes. So let's say the Democrats have some really cool new bill they want to pass for more money for people who are really doing poorly because of COVID. Yes. And Republicans don't want that to pass. Yes. Couldn't they just filibuster? Yes, absolutely. They could. So then having the majority does you no good at all. Other well, than right, presidential wait. appointments. Okay, but presidential appointments are huge. So that's all he can do. So the only thing he's going to be able to accomplish in his four years wow. is a make appointments. Wow. You, 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 you don't Daniel, know that. You don't know you that, know, Adam. You, you don't, don't know, know that. You know how horrible these Republicans are. Okay, but let's They're consider this. Consider this for a minute. Every single thing. All right, consider this for a minute. Joe Biden was in the Senate for a good majority of his life. He knows a lot of these people. He's worked with a lot of these people on both sides of the aisles. I think if any president would be able to like reach some kind of a compromise out of the Senate, it would be Joe Biden. I don't know. Maybe, but I'm just saying the way Republicans have been behaving the past four years they would just do anything they could to spite the other party, I feel. Even if they agree with it, I feel like they would just say no on something. Right. But, but there's a price to pay for that, right? They lost this election and they, they, they can filibuster everything they want to. It's just, they're going to lose the next election. Then It's just like you already have, I've, I've, this is as we transition into our first Trello topic, uh, they already have you know, lost a lot of the QAnon folks. It's like there's a lot of... You know, Trump said something on his way out of office where he's just like, oh, they still love me. And that's turning out to be less and less true by the day. QAnon has now turned on Trump. They are now so disappointed with him because he didn't kill all the Democrats and people weren't like hung in the gallows and martial law wasn't declared like they were told that it was. These people that stormed the Capitol that are now in prison were begging Trump to pardon them because they were there at his request and he didn't pardon any of them. So now they're all just like turning on him. It's like Donald Trump is he's like, we don't need to worry about Donald Trump running again. He's not going to win. It's like the, the the Republican Party is washing their hands of Donald Trump very quickly. He is like like a bad stink in the room. Uh, they are just like airing it out. So I feel like our system is just broken because I, you know I've never been a very political person, but it seems to me that because of how partisan we've gotten and how Democrats hate Republicans and Republicans hate Democrats. It doesn't matter if you have the majority or not. The other side can keep you from passing stuff that you want to pass unless you have a supermajority, which never happens or hardly ever happens. So that what it means is nothing of substance ever gets done because it just flip flops back and forth. But, you know, the, the minority party filibusters and the majority, I, what do they get done? They just get paid and they go there and they do nothing. Nothing. Okay. Okay. The all right. The Senate is a very weird, arcane place. Being in the majority means you get to control what bills come to the floor. So you can't even like uh, Republicans may not even get to like vote on their own things because they. So, so you have that leverage. Like, well, if you filibuster this, we're not going to bring this other bill even up for a vote. We're not even going to let it get to the floor. So it's like, there's lots of things that the majority party can do. There's a reason that the Senate is called the most deliberative body in the world. So it's, it's always been this way too. This is not new. 
It's I like, know, but I'm new to the being political right, exactly. thing. I'm just I'm learning this absurd yeah. shit. It is. <laughs> That's all. Do yourself <laughs> if if you want to do yourself, you know, if you want to do your head in, watch the Senate on like C-SPAN two. But just just watch a regular session of the Senate on C-SPAN two. There's so many parliamentary things that are going on there, and it's 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 a it's a very arcane, weird system. But hey, that's our system of government. And that's what we have. But Adam, that's why everybody's so litigious. You just have to sue people to get anything done and go to the Supreme Court because they never pass laws anymore. Anyway, I keep am going. feeling great. Thank you for I'm asking. Glad. I uh, I'm very happy that we have an actual president that is actually doing things. I don't know. You probably didn't do this, but I the other day turned on a press briefing from the White House where the woman actually answered questions and didn't belittle reporters that asked her things. And she gave actual information and actual facts. Uh, the, the Monday through Friday press briefing every day in the white house, uh, press briefing room is now back in going even on inauguration day. She did her first one on inauguration day. And I keep saying she, because I don't remember her name. I think it's Jan Platts. Is that right? I don't know her name. I've, I don't, I haven't watched a live press briefing, but I did see on the news. No, this wasn't even a press briefing. Jen, this was Jen Biden. Psaki. Yeah, President right. Biden answered some questions when he was signing some of his executive orders <laughs> yesterday or yeah. something. And I, I just remember they said, so don't you think 100 million vaccines in the first 100 days is is not a um, is not a big enough goal or something like that? I can't remember what it was. And he said, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> that should just be his answer to everything. No, the, the press secretary, Jen Psaki, she's really good. Uh, they've also restarted doing the uh, briefings by the coronavirus task force. So uh, Fauci was on, you know, answering questions the other day and, and seemed really, really relieved because now he doesn't have to worry about some idiot like talking about injecting bleach and stuff like that. So I'm really hopeful, Adam. I think uh, I think we're we're cooking with gas here. I hope so. I'm happy. I am happy. And I'm I'm happy that I don't have to hear or see tweets from a madman, you know, or anything like that. And I'm I'm happy that Biden is president. I just saw that thing about how the Republicans were bound and determined to make things difficult. And it just can kept me a little bit stressed. Yeah, but but gonna, I guess they're always gonna be that way. Yeah. I tell you, I almost ordered some of those Bernie Sanders gloves. <laughs> but I was looking at the at the the weather coming up here in Florida, it's like it's going to be eighty five on Tuesday here. So it's like, yeah, I think our our cold is already gone. I think we've already lost our cold for the year. Partly cloudy, eighty five degrees, and eighty five uh, degrees in downtown Tampa. Here are the delightful sounds of cool in the gang. You have to hold your fingers up to your. Yeah, you have to, ear that's like how that? you do that. You have oh, to do okay. that, or else it it doesn't work. Yeah, it's like, okay. That's how you. That's how actual they do it in, the, in radio. It doesn't work unless you put your hand up to your ear. Huh. It's just a thing. Now you know. Did you never watch WKRP in Cincinnati? I've seen a few episodes, but not as many as you would think. Now we've, we, I don't know what made me think of this. Other than we were just talking about radio, but it's like when I worked, the one time that I ever worked in a radio station, I, it was an overnight job. And I, all I did was run the satellite board for the Larry King show, right? So the Larry King show was coming in over the satellite. And all I had to do was at the top of every hour and at the bottom of every hour, switch over to the AP newsfeed and then switch back over to the 
lurking show. But and now t- that's automated. They don't even need a person I know, to do exactly. that. It but just that's happens. What I would do. I'd sit in this little AM radio station all night long. And, now, did you and, have to actually it? pull a cord out of one hole <laughs> no, and like, no, put no. it into another one? No, like it was the, just a little pot. The switchboard operator? No, there were dials. They weren't sliders. They were dials. But anyway, so mm-hmm. you know, I'd pop that up. At it. But at the top of every hour, I actually got to speak, right? It was like, that was my one, you know, speaking on, and that's what I did. I would read the weather. Uh, you know, which game so it's very weather, partly cloudy and mild with a chance of afternoon, even thunder showers. You're listening to AM 910 WPLA, Plant City, Florida. And now back to the Larry King show, right? So I would, but so my first day that I'm working, um, you know, I had, I had talked to the station manager, this is right out of high school. So I talked to the station manager and several of the, the daytime hosts were, you know, friends of the family, um, that I had known whatever. So I, I knew some people at the station, but I didn't know the morning guy. I didn't know the guy that was going to come in and, you know, relieve me in the morning. The, his name was jumping John in the morning. And he was, he was going to, you know, so I was done first night. I was done. I'd made it through the Larry King show. It's now 5.00 AM and uh, jumping John comes in. He came in a little bit earlier and this radio station is old AM radio station just had walls and walls and walls. Uh, well, only four walls, but you know, it had walls of, <laughs> of records, right? The, like little cubby holes with yeah. four, 45 RPM records on them. And he, he was pulling records for his show. Like he, you know, had all his records that he was going to pull and play. Cause we didn't have CDs at the time. And so he was pulling in and I was talking to the guy, right? Cause the Larry King shows on. So, you know, I'm talking to the, Hey, how are you? Yeah. My name's Daniel and blah, blah, blah. And he spoke like a regular person that I have to stress this, Adam. He spoke like a regular person. Yes. Oh, hi, my name's John and, you know, it's nice to meet you and blah, blah, blah. So, uh, it comes up, the Larry King show ends and then he's got to do his little top of the hour thing. And so he's still talking to me. He's like, hold on just one second. And then he breaks into this stupid voice, Adam. He's like, jumping Johnny morning on WPLA. It's like, I bit my tongue cause I was about to laugh. I'm in the studio. So it's like, had I busted out laughing, it would have gone on the air. It was like, I was just like, <laughs> it was like this goofy fucking voice. I don't know what made me think of that, but that's, there you go, Adam. It's a memory from my childhood. Right it here. It is. Right here on Mix Midas. I told a memory from my childhood on Geeky Gay this week. Jeff and Jan in the morning. About a, it was about a gumball machine. <laughs> no, not a gumball machine, a gumball tree. Yeah, a gumball I know. tree. I, know, I, but, uh, yeah, I do. I listen now, to your show. I see on the on the Trello here that you mentioned our first topic was QAnon. Now I know you mentioned them briefly. Was that the topic? Yeah, the yeah, other turning on. It's like I've been just watching QAnon just slowly implode on themselves. One of the 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 main guy from QAnon, the guy that used to host the the Eight Coon channel, which used to be Four Chan and then it became Eight Coon. Anyway, he is the guy that's supposed to know who Q is, right? He's like a big muckety muck in the Q and on and, uh, arena. And after the inauguration, he was just like, well, you know, it's all about the memories that we made. It is like all these diehard people that have put their lives on hold, uh, you know, bought CB radios. Cause they were convinced that 
the emergency broadcasting network was going to go on and martial law was going to be declared and that there would be no power. We would have no, uh, nothing other than the emergency broadcast system. So we needed CB so we could talk to each other. Um, you know, they've got their canned food down in their bunkers and their whatever goofy fucking supplemental vitamins that they like to eat. I don't know, but it's like, these people are just losing their goddamn mind over, you know, the fact that they've been scammed. And it, it's been great. The QAnon shaman, dude, like his whole, his lawyer is basically saying, because he's in jail right now, but his lawyer is basically saying like, oh yeah, he feels very betrayed by Donald Trump. He feels incredibly betrayed and stupid. He feels that he's very embarrassed by the things that he did because uh, he was, you know, lied to. And blah, yet blah, blah. they sued or whatever so he could be served organic food. Yes. Ugh. <laughs> you get bread and water like everybody else. Uh, yeah, well, what 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 is organic bread? It's like, isn't bread just wheat? I mean, isn't that organic? I don't know what is organic, <laughs> Daniel. I'm just saying, it's like bread is organic. It's like, how do you no. have synthetic bread? It's it's just no. it's flour. Is organic? No, no. There's GMO. GMO and then is genetically organic. genetically modified. Is organic not? GMO then is that is that what organic is or is Actually, it no pesticides? Y- do you want to know the or... actual answer to it? Sure, yeah. There is and no, I know I could. There is no legal definition of the word organic. You can any food group, you know, any food product can be called organic if they want to. There's no like law that says organic means XX next. So, okay. So the dog had uh, Sydney had a a mole a rather large mole on the side of her leg and it was getting larger and it was pink and just a a weird looking thing so we took her about a month ago to the vet just to have it checked out she had to have a you know whatever regular shots they bordetella or whatever and so we said hey i said hey would you check out this this mole as well and they checked it out and the vet said well we don't know what it is, but I think it looks angry enough that we probably want to remove it. It's an angry mole. And uh, and so, you know, and so today was her or yesterday was her day was her was her surgery. And so we took her. I took her in and Mark brought her home. Well, it's one of those situations where she has to wear the cone of shame. sorrow, the cone of shame. whatever you want to call it around her neck. And Sydney does not like wearing things, well, anything you, at all. I feel like you could replace Sydney with any and, dog alive. No dog likes those. No cat likes those. Comments. No, but have you? Haven't you seen the dogs that wear the little sweaters and they prance around in their little sweaters and they they say, "Oh, look at me! I'm so cute! I'm wearing this cute little sweater!" And they prance around. No, she will have none of that. We tried to buy her a sweater one time and she wouldn't wear it. So nothing. She doesn't want to wear anything. I seem to recall numerous pictures of Sydney with little bows in her hair. Oh, bows. But she can't do anything about that. She tries to get them out, but they're. But so anyway, the cone, she comes home. She will not move. (laughs) She like literally we we set her down on the floor. Mm -hmm. She sits there. And Mark starts to feel sad, sorry for her, so he put her up on the couch. But she will sit there, sit there or stand, whatever she's doing, yes, for hours, and not move. <laughs> she will not move with this cone around her around her neck. And so, 
we're just carrying her from couch to whatever. <laughs> well, that's why she's not going to move because you carry her everywhere. So why should you? She's like, oh, I've been a no. sucker all this time. I don't need to uh, actually walk anywhere. They'll just carry me. And for the longest time, she wouldn't lay completely down because I don't think she liked laying her head on the cone. Yeah, would you? On the, it's on got the edge food of the cone. And shit in there. So there's that, and she sleeps with us. And so we put her in the bed last night, and. It was just a nightmare. In the middle of the night, she started coughing weirdly, and Mark had to get up and give her water because she can't even drink water with the cone on because she won't walk, she won't go anywhere. And we didn't know why she was coughing. Then she gets back in the bed. Mark falls back asleep, and then she starts violently pushing her head around, trying to get the cone off. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it's 4.30 in the morning or something. And anytime Mark wakes up, he hardly ever goes back to sleep. He he can't go back to sleep. So I'm always like, shh, Sydney, be quiet, you know, whatever. And she do, so I had to pull her up and like put her head on my shoulder so she would settle down. And I had to keep her on, I had to keep her on my shoulder for the next three hours. And then we get to the pill situation. <laughs> they gave us antibiotics. And... She's a small dog. She's a Shih Tzu. Yes. And she eats very small food. Yes. And this dog is so particular about food. She will not eat anything larger than maybe a pea. Mm-hmm. And if you give it to her, she'll carry it over to the carpet and she'll slowly chew it up to where it's smaller pieces. And then so if you so we always have trouble giving her medicine that's larger than her food, because if we try to. They make these thing pill pockets or whatever that are treats, but they have a hole in the middle of them and you can put the pill in there. But they're too big. She won't eat the whole thing and she'll eat around the medicine and leave the medicine on the floor or spit out the medicine or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we could not. I tried. Okay, this was a capsule. So I tried pulling it apart and pouring the powder into a treat. Yes. And then and then kind of kneading it like you would need a little piece of bread or something, a little dough or something and make it into a little treat. And I divided it up into pea sized little things. She didn't like the taste of it. <laughs> so she sped it out. So then I Googled how to give dogs a pill. Mm-hmm. And they say one way you can do it is open their mouth and force the thing to the back of their throat and then force their jaws closed and then rub their throat. So they have to swallow it. And they also make apparently an injector, a pill injector that you can put the pill in this syringe and you can stick the syringe down their throat and inject the pill into their throat, basically. So we do. So anyway, we do. I finally and she does not like you trying to force open her mouth. She is not into you, that. You and act she like, was, You act like other dogs do. And Adam. she was. But look, Daniel, I'm going to tell you something. It is about time for me to start liking big dogs. Small dogs are the most persnickety, finicky pieces of shit when oh, it comes to wow. things. Well, I mean, wow. my dog's not a piece of shit. I'm not calling her a piece well, of shit, shit, but I'm just, I'm so irri- piece I'm, of shit too. I'm irritated with her. If I, if we had a big dog, mm-hmm. they're just like, dum dum oh, it's food. Oh, give me the food. And they would eat it and you'd be done. You know, <laughs> they wouldn't care. But no, Sydney's a prancy little, you know, oh, no, I'm not eating that. tastes bad. Mm-hmm. Not eating that. And then, oh, it's too big for my little throat. Did it ever I'm occur to eat you? that thing. Did it ever occur to you, Adam, that her persnickety and her uh, 
her finickiness comes from you guys. No, that's just how small dogs are. No, because I've had cats, I've had small dogs before, and they've never been finickier because you know what? If they don't eat it, they can just go without. They'll eventually get hungry enough and eat it. It's like, uh, that's just, that's life. You just can't give in to the whole like, See? oh, they look so sad or, oh, she's standing there. She'll get tired of standing in one spot and she'll get bored and she'll go off and do something else. It's like, uh, you, you can't. Well, look. If you can't it's our let fault, your life uh, be dictated by this uh, by the dog. If it's our fault, it's Mark, not me. Okay, I am heartless. I now one thing that we do. You're heartless. You just said that you put the dog's head on your shoulders for three hours, so she wouldn't wake up Mark. Yeah. Do you know what we do when the cats start jumping on the bed in the morning to get fed? We put them out of the bedroom and shut the door. <laughs> well, then then she would scratch the door. She's horrible. She'd scratch all the paint off the door. She she I is didn't not put her in a crate. Uh, and so anyway, finally, we were able to shove the pill down her throat and get her to take it today during lunch. But this is after her pushing the pill forward with her tongue. That's why you have to put it in the back of your throat. But she was able to do it. I tried to get it in the back of her throat and she still did some weird maneuver and got it to go back up to the front and spit it out. And then it was hanging in her beard, her little, you know, hair. Do you know know how you know that they they actually swallowed it? There's a joke here, but I don't know. No, no, no. How do you know? So if you if you don't have to massage their their throat, by the way, you just you just hold their mouth shut. And Uh, it also helps if you just blow in their nose because that'll force them. But they'll stick their tongue out. They'll just like. As soon as they stick their tongue out, that means they swallowed. It's like when they, that's how they uh, swallow is like, they'll stick their little tongue. will come out of their mouth just for a second. And that's like, oh, yep, they swallowed it. There you go. So you just have to just hold their mouth until they stick their tongue out and then they're done. I, so she, I say she this because we it. have a cat who, you know, has 60% loss of kidney function and we have to give him a pill every single morning. So it's, it's one of those. And he, he's no more of a fan of it than, than Sydney is. I guarantee you. I had a. I had a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel back in the day when I was with Maddie and she, I had to give her medicine every day and she was no problem. Yep. She was a little bit larger than Sydney, but not much. Anyway, then 15 minutes later, after we gave her this pill, she puked. Now, this was not her fault, but she threw up (laughs) and all the food and everything that she had had (laughs) came up. Yep. And so I called the vet and I said, look here, lady. We have six days worth of antibiotics. Listen to what happened. The one pill we tried to give her. Do, what can we do? Mm-hmm. Like, what can we do? And she says, well, we have an injection that we could give her and it's a one time and done. I'm like, yes, <laughs> do that. Well, it costs a little bit more. Fine. I'll pay it. Let's do it. So we're taking her tomorrow. <laughs> To get her to pill. Get, to get, to her get shot. an injection. Yeah, because I'm like, no, I'm not giving her, not, no more of this crap. Free Sydney, free she, Sydney, free Sydney. She still has to wear the cone because apparently she'll chew, they'll, they don't want her to rip out the stitches or whatever. Well, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's cool. But, and that's pain in the butt enough, but trying to stick How a pill down her How many days does she have throat, to wear the cone of shame? 14 days. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> We're on day two. It's, it's horrible. Quit picking her up. Quit picking her up and just. I don't. No, no, no. That's no, Mark. Then tell it Mark not, not me. to pick her up. Just like, just ignore her. Ignore her. If she's going to stand there, then let her stand there. She'll, she'll get over it. 
That's anyway. the drama that I've been going through. Uh, Adam, we have a little segment on this show. We like to call it the Tweet of the Week, where we celebrate a funny tweet or Facebook status message that we saw during the week. Uh, what are we celebrating this week, Adam? Hmm? Oh, you didn't. You didn't. I was uh, taking a drink. You didn't come up with a I guess you... tweet of the week? No, that's your segment. You're supposed to come up with a tweet. All right. We no longer have a segment called Tweet of the Week because. <laughs> This has been like three weeks now that I haven't done it. So, yeah, no more segment called uh, Tweet of the Week. So, now you know. And you were going to do a, 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 you know, something like a Tweet of the Week. Look at you trying to, look at you trying to. I don't even know if that echo is going to come through on the recording. It's not, it wasn't really loud enough. No, the, it wasn't, the, yeah. the, can I, can I turn? Tweet of the, no. Yeah, no. Screw it. <laughs> I could, but I don't know which knob to twist. So, wow, you've uh, you know it's a new mixer. Yeah, it no, is. it's not. It's the same mixer you've had for like twenty years. <laughs> you should know which knob to twist on your damn mixer. Anyway, uh, we don't have Twitter week, so go ahead. What's your? Uh, you're going to talk about your home gym. Well, uh, this is a really short one, so I've decided how, that. How I'm... was that? How was that for a segue? By the way, <laughs> just uh, yeah, yeah, you're going to talk about I your know. home gym. Yeah, I, I've decided that I'm done with workout videos. I, I don't like them. I don't enjoy the trainers. They are too perky. And they're too happy about the fact that they're, you know, that they're making, they're torturing you basically. And I don't, I, I can't stand it anymore. I've, I've had enough. And I used to love just going to the gym, getting on the elliptical machine, putting on an episode of West Wing or whatever. Doo-doo. And doing my elliptical Doo-doo. and doing some weights and being done and not having some person yelling at me or yeah, three more, two more, one more. Oh, you can do it. You know, all that. No, stop it. Yeah. I don't so uh, we have we have a room that we have nothing in. It's basically <gasps> a spare bedroom. What's going to happen to the gift wrapping room? Yeah, well, uh, you know, that's that's going to suffer a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I've decided that we're going to transform that into a home gym. So we're going to be like ritzy, ritzy, you know, rich people with a wow. with our own home gym. What kind of what kind of uh, clothes hanger are you going to get? What kind of clothes hanger? Trust me, within a month or so, you're just going to be hanging wet clothes on the thing. No, to, no, to no, dry no. Out. we we I will use. The equipment. I've we have dumbbells. We use them all the time. Well, you know, if you really like doing the treadmills and the ellipticals and stuff like that, then just get a standing desk and you can put a treadmill under it and you can you can do it during the day. I could, but I'm I'm gonna have a home gym. So but what I'm wondering is, well, so we've been doing research and because I don't I we don't live close to a gym anymore. Before, when I was going to work, I could stop at the gym on my way home have or something like that. Have you met all your neighbors? And have I met my neighbors? Have you met all of your neighbors? Or any of them named Jim? You're right. Have you, how do you know that you, you might live I mean, next uh, door to I, a gym? I mean, not a guy named Jim, but a, a location where you work out. Oh, a gymnasium. A gymnasium, yes. Uh, we don't live close. And because, because we don't go to work anymore because of COVID and Walmart has decided that we're never going back to work. Mm-hmm. I don't have, it's not convenient for me to just swing by the gymnasium on the way home or on the way to work or whatever. And I don't want to do these videos anymore. So, and they're saying you should do it in the gym, but I don't, I don't want it in the gym. And sorry, he's saying in the garage and I don't want it in the garage because A, I'm going to 
my third bay of the garage is become going to become a workshop area where I have tools Ooh. and things of that nature. And I've already got a compressor. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I've, I've got a well, router. Go. I've got a router and I have Ooh. a skill saw and I have yeah. a jigsaw. And I'm going to get a, a one of those arm saws that we talked about. A and miter I'm, saw, yes. So, and I, you know, I can, I can clean. I can go in and vacuum and dust and, and use Windex and stuff and it won't smell. He said you need to air it out, but Cyclone said you need to air it out. I don't think, I don't get that stinky. So I'm not really, I don't think. Anyway, regardless, I've been doing all this research. The main thing is that, that room, I feel like we need those those um plastic square tile things for flooring plastic square you mean like the foam the foam gym floor kind of square like the tile ones you would get things. for a toddler's room that like have interlocking yes. pieces in yeah them? like that you should totally get the toddler ones that like have the They're, bus the, the the streets on them where you can like drive your little toy buses around on it but the problem is that room is carpeted so now the, the what will happen is if I try to put those tiles on top of the carpet, the door won't open. Right. And or it will look ghetto. I mean, it just won't look good because we'll have like a piece where the carpet is showing and then we'll have tile and then, you know, we'll be like the we'll be like the guy, the the couple who live in the trashy house, the white trash house. What, what uh, kind of equipment are you putting in your home gym? So. Well, I'm going to buy an elliptical. Okay. Which doesn't matter what it sits on. It doesn't need to sit on foam stuff. It's a machine. Uh, well, they say it's better to put those on a hard surface or one of these foam tiles because for, so they don't wobble. That carpet would be wobbly because it's not a solid surface. Now, you do know you can take the carpet out, right? Well, so that's that is the dilemma that that is the dilemma that I'm facing right now is I don't know if I should really go that far and rip the carpet out. It's brand new carpet, although it's builder grade carpet. It's not like it's fancy carpet or something. So I don't know uh, after and Auntie Scott is saying ghetto is not a good word. After I said it, I thought it might not be and I couldn't take it back. So I apologize to folks. I could have edited it, it out, but now that you've mentioned it twice, well, I can't. So. I, you you can edit it out twice. <laughs> I was going to move on past it. I'm sorry. My apologies <laughs> to anyone who was offended by that word. I did bring up what I, well, anyway, I'm, I'm going to dig myself further in a hole. So um, I tried to bring it around to white trash, you see, mm-hmm. which I think is fine because. I feel that you should just rip the carpet out. So, yeah, that's the thing. I've never ripped carpet out, though. And oh, the once... easiest damn thing in the world. You need a really sharp utility knife, and you're going to cut the in the doorway is the only place you need to cut it. Everything else, there's just little tacks, little tack strips that are around the room that the carpet is is being held in there by tension. So you just start pulling it up. And then the, the big pain in the ass about taking carpet out is pulling up all those damn tack strips. But you'll, you'll pull up your carpet, and then underneath your carpet will be a, a layer of padding. So just take up both of them. Yeah. So that's, so I'm going to, I'm still contemplating. It just, it seems if we did, if something sh- should arise and we think, oh, this was a horrible decision, <laughs> then we've, we've really, I've really made the decision at that point, pulling up the carpet, you know, cause all you're going to have those interlocking foam tiles for is a gym. 
Yeah. So if well, so, right, once I once I pull decide, the carpet if you decide up, three years from now that you don't want a home gym anymore, or a year from now, then you can put down laminate flooring or something. It's true. It's true. Mark thinks it's a bad idea because he doesn't want us to tear up anything. We're in a new house and it's brand new carpet, but I'm you know I'm the one who makes these decisions about. Th- you know, changing things and whatever. Clearly, so, you're the one that made I'm the decision. Gonna... Not we're not doing our workout tapes anymore. Anyway, Adam, uh, you've been talking back and forth to the chat room, so I guess we should take this moment to acknowledge the fact that we stream live on Pride 48 every Friday night in front of the world's most amazing chat room. Adam, who is in the chat room playing with us this evening? We have Auntie Scott, uh, and I would like to know if I'm going to get royalties from now on for the name Auntie Scott. You can take your time answering that. And then we also have TB. We have Cyclone. We have Lamont Cranston listening. He hasn't talked in a while. Yes. But he, he was listening. He, just, he was talking during your dog's story. He was just talking. And, well, he, I'm not seeing him on the screen currently. See? He says hello. And I think that's I think that's all. Uh, I believe Kathy Bacon is listening, but she's not in the chat room. She was uh, tweeting out at us. Oh, and yeah. So anyway, if you'd like to come play along with us on Friday night, you can do so. Just head over to Pride48.com around 10 p.m. Eastern time on Friday evenings, and uh, yeah, you can join the chat room and, and hang out with us. There is a chat button on the upper right hand corner. Mm-hmm. It does take you to Discord, so don't be dismayed. Why would you be dismayed? If you don't know how to use Discord. Oh. <laughs> but it's really easy to use. Anyway, Adam. Yes. We'll be right back. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Three, two, one. Contact is the secret. Excellent. It is the contact segment of the show. This is the segment where we read your emails, play your voicemails, all of those kinds of things. Adam, we have an email this week. I have a bone to pick with you about this email as well. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, it comes in from Mac from Florida who says, I'm listening to the current episode where Adam is talking about his trumpet playing. I remembered I have a question about terminology concerning trumpet music so this is for you adam you're a, you're a smee yes you're a smee on trumpets so subject matter expert yeah. so here's an example of what i'm curious about uh, i'm going to play this clip So did you hear the brass in the background kind of going wah, I wah, did. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. 
Okay. Yes. Uh, in the background are starting the notes on pitch, and then the pitch is sort of drooping towards the end of each yes. note. Adam, is there a name for that? Asks there is. Mac. How would you yeah. describe that technique to someone if you wanted them to yeah. do that? Uh, and thank you from an ignorant pianist, Mac from Florida. So uh, there you go, Adam. What is the answer to the question? I mean, Mac, not all pianists are ignorant, so you don't have to automatically lump yourself into that category. But uh, no, I so- dated I dated an ignorant pianist once. <laughs> so the the technical term for that is a fall, but it's uh, it's you you would actually call it a shortfall because. A fall generally is 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 more stretched out than that. So they're 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 if I was if I was a director and I had some trumpets in front of me, I would say, um, I want you to fall off those notes is what I would say. Um, but the technical term is a fall, but you would say shortfall because there there is a long one that's more bow and it's slower. And these are just bow, 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 bow. You know, they're they're short. So mm-hmm. you call them a short fall. Well, There's the opposite of that. If you go up uh, is called either a scoop or there is something called a glissando. But that's like at the beginning of Rhapsody in Blue when it when he goes. That is a glissando. So there you go. That That is your lesson. I was so excited to be able to answer something that I knew. Thank you for asking me a trumpet question because. Yeah, that's weird because I heard that it was called a Wakanify. So I, well, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I heard that as well, but I did, yeah. that was incorrect. That was uh, not what? correct. What? It was Is not that, correct. That was not correct? No. Unless, unless Wakanify means fall in another language. <laughs> It means that in Wakandan. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah. Adam, uh, we have a voicemail came in from our good buddy, Scott Stater. Shall we listen to that? Yeah. Let's do that. Hey, Daniel. Hey, I almost said Scott. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Daniel. Hey, Adam. This is- hey. See, that's not true because he never calls that Darnellis. He only ever calls this show. Yeah. Scott the Stater, not to be confused with Auntie Scott or Scotty the Little Aussie Battler or whoever this new mystery Scott is. Too many goddamn Scots. I'm the original. Uh, this is a Seder calling. Uh, I really missed the contact music this week because you had no contact. So I just wanted to call and contact you so you'll play the contact music. Sweet. I love it so much. If only you played the birthday uh, Dora song every week. Uh, this is a Seder. Catch you later. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. And thank you very much. Uh, Biden. What? What? What was the last part? I don't know. <laughs> it sounded like you said, say hi to Joe Biden or something. <laughs> I don't, I don't. Go President Biden. Oh, go President Biden. Go okay. President Biden. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you very much, Scott. Seder, we do appreciate that. And yeah, I do. I love that music. I love the contact music. And it came from a PBS show. I know that a lot of people know this, but for those of you who don't know this, it came from a PBS show called 321 Contact from, God, back in the 80s, I think, was when it was initially on. Yes. And I really, there was a lot of really good music from a lot of those PBS shows back then. I wish they would release them on some kind of pristine recording because the recordings I have have been like, 
sourced from various different places. In the- yeah, this is when Daniel was little. He used to take the cassette tape player, the recorder, up to the television. It's like they've been EQ'd to within a, an inch of their lives, just trying to like make it sound better. So it's like, I wish I had a, a, a actual studio recording of the 321 Contact theme or uh, some of the old Electric Company theme songs and whatnot. So if anybody knows how I can get my hands on, like if PBS ever put out like a vinyl record or something, let me know because... Uh, <laughs> I know that Sesame Street put out a lot of final records, so it's That's not- one of those things we could pay someone on Fiverr or something to redo. Just like we were going to do a, after these messages, we'll be right back and we still haven't done it. We could also pay someone to do the contact song. It's true. Although it's probably copywritten or righted, however you say that, and they may not want to do that. It may be know. illegal or something. I feel like 321 Contact, like the company that made that show, is long out of business. I don't. I doubt they're going to come after us on our little podcast that has less than a thousand listeners. That it's going to. They're not exactly. We're not exactly fertile fields to sue over that. It's my my feeling. Maybe I could be wrong. They might. They might take my home gym. <laughs> they might. Well, that's true. I forgot you do have deep pockets, so they they might come after you. Anyway, uh, thank you so much, Sater, and thank you so much, Mac from Florida. I uh, we appreciate that. And if you would like to email us or send us a voicemail, you can do so. Our email address is contact at mixminuspodcast.com, or you can send us a voicemail just by using your browsing device. Go to http voicemail dot mixminuspodcast.com. I had to talk. I had to think. I had to talk and think, and that's a deadly combination. <laughs> Just, Normally, you don't do both at the same time, so that's true. Three, two, one. All right. Um, I got this a couple of weeks ago. Um, Adam, I'm holding here in my hand a pad. Do you see this pad? I do. It looks like a. It's it's too wide. It's blown out. But yeah, is it a calendar? No, no, it's, a, it's, just or, an, it's just a notepad, okay. just a, a regular notepad, but it is not, but this is no ordinary, ordinary notepad. It's a rocket book. Have you, have you ever used a rocket book, Adam? I have not. So, uh, the rocket book is, um, it's, it's, it's a note. So think of just like a regular paper notepad, but instead of it having paper in it, it has very heavy, um, almost plasticish kind of paper okay. in them and you use this pen which is um erasable okay so y- you can obviously reuse the pages over and over again but the thing that makes the rocket book awesome is that every page has a little qr code down at the bottom of it so you can take a picture of this page with your phone with the rocket book app on your phone and then it categorizes them for you with the dates and everything like that so that that way because i go through a lot of notebooks so this way i can have them you know archived so, because okay. then that way I can reuse them over and over again. Do you take because, a lot of handwritten notes? Yeah, especially like on calls and when people are telling me like, you know, certain um, certain specifications for programs that need to be written or things like that I need to do. Just It's just super easy to jot it down on a piece of paper as opposed to doing it. Plus, back when we were in the office, like I didn't like to carry around my laptop with me so I could just take a pad in with me to, to do whatever. Um, also, you can see here, I'll, I'll tell you what I wrote here. You can tell me what you think it is. O-W-O-G-W-B-L-B-W-G-R-B-R-W-B-R. I have no clue. What? I, I don't know. I feel like I should, but yeah. I, I don't. It's the color order for a Cat 6 cable because I've been, oh, I've been oh, putting connectors oh. on our cables here. 
That's the orange, white stripe, orange, green with the white stripe, and then the blue, and then the blue with the white stripe, green, and the brown with the white stripe and brown. So, Are you doing that because you saw me doing it the other day or saw that I was doing it the other day? Or that seems so coincidental because I was doing the same thing just a few few days ago or a you week ago. You were doing it, but no, I, and it probably Zach heard it on our way to Disney and was basically going like, when are you ever going to finish our cables in our house? We actually have the cable in the wall. I just need to put the connectors on the ends. Yeah, that's what I was doing. But I just had, I just wanted to, sh- I wanted some shorter cables for the studio as well. So I was doing both. Yeah. But I did, I was putting, I was putting the actual wall. The wires were there, but they didn't put any, they didn't put the actual Ethernet jacks. So I had to buy Ethernet jacks and then wire them up. But I was oh, so someone that. in the chat room, Cyclone in the chat room is saying that uh, he loves his rocket book. The first one sucked in Indiegogo because they had to be microwaved to erase. Yeah, I, I've never had the rocket book one that you have to microwave. This one you just can use you water. To microwave it? <laughs> well, oh, yeah. So it was instead of you wiping the page clean, you would just throw the book in the microwave and it would do it. But this, um, this one here is it's the executive one. This is the wave. No, this is the so flip. I've yeah, seen... I'm sorry. This is the flip. So I have the rocket book. I also have, I'm sorry, uh, Cyclone in the, in the chat room is asking which model I have. I also have the bigger one. I have the, 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 the Wave, but it's too big for my desk. So that's why I got this. This is the executive size one, which I like. I've seen ones where you have a, a notebook and a special pen, mm-hmm. a Bluetooth pen. And when you write... It transmits what you're writing to your laptop or your mobile phone or whatever, and it saves that in an app. So you, it's a little bit different, but you have, you have what you're writing both on the pad and also in whatever application it is. I have an iPad Pro with an Apple Pencil that I can write Yeah, you could just write it on that as well. But the Apple, again, the Apple iPad Pro is too big for my desk because it's, it's a fifth, whatever However big the iPad Pro I don't like is. writing on tablets. It doesn't feel natural. Yeah, it doesn't. Although there is. It's so I was slippery. Looking, I was looking. They've, they've got these matte screen protectors that you can put on your iPad that will make it feel like paper. Uh. So as you write on it with your Apple Pencil, make it feel like paper. I, I like a good old number two pencil and a, and a spiral bound notebook. Well, see, that's that what is... my, my problem is, is that I just have tons of those. And then yes. when I want to find something, I have to go flipping through. Wait, it's not that notebook. I have to find another notebook. So this way, it's like uh, it, they're digitally archived and I can search for them. So nice. anyway, Adam, it, there you go. It's the, it's the rocket book flip. I think it was, it was under $30. It was like $25 or something. So highly recommend it. Not a sponsor. Anyway, uh, let's do this. game it's the news game it's the news game what questions will he ask it is the mixed minus news game expertly sung by somebody from the 20s uh it's the uh segment of the show where adam will read me some questions from the New York Times from the New York Times News Quiz. 
Uh, these are multiple choice questions. I will try to answer them without using the multiple choice, but I will ask for them if I get stuck. There are 11 questions on the quiz every Friday. If you'd like to play along, head over to nytimes.com, search for news quiz. Adam will be choosing five of them, which he believes I do not know the answer to. Adam, what is our first question? I don't know what you're talking about, Daniel. I pick the easiest ones I can find, and then you sometimes you still get them wrong. All right. In his final hours as president, Donald J. Trump pardoned 73 people. Who of the following was not among them? Any of the people that stormed the Capitol. <laughs> so we have Steve Steve Bannon charged with defrauding Trump supporters by misusing money for a border wall. He was pardoned. We have Elliot Brody or Brody who pleaded guilty to participating in a covert lobbying campaign on behalf of Chinese and Malaysian interests. China. We have Randall Duke Cunningham, a former congressman who took 2.4 million in bribes from military contractors. Mm hmm. We have Rudolph Giuliani, who urged Trump supporters to engage in trial by combat shortly before they stormed the Capitol. Trial by combat! And then we have Kwame Kilpatrick, a former mayor of Detroit, who used his office to enrich himself through bribes. I feel like he should have pardoned Giuliani for that hair dye that he put in his hair that like dripped down his face. But Rudy Giuliani was not pardoned. All the rest of those fuckers were. That is correct. He did and, not. And I, and I would like to point this out. I'd like to point this out. It, it, it's, it's important to note that when he uh, pardoned Steve Bannon, Steve Bannon was guilty of scamming Trump supporters. He was actually guilty of scamming Trump supporters to get money to build the wall themselves. It was just like one of those things is like, dude, this guy used your name to scam people and now you pardoned him. So that's like, that's another reason that a lot of people are pissed off at Trump. A lot of Republicans are pissed at Trump. So Amanda Gorman, a 22 year old poet who read the hill we climb shortly after president Biden's address became a star of the inauguration. She did. What word finished this line in Gorman's poem? Are you ready? I'm ready. Somehow we've weathered and witnessed a nation that isn't broken, but simply blank. It's like match game. Yeah, I know. I want right. to. I want to say survived, so, but what's what are my choices? Okay, your choices are battered, breaking, great, hurting, or unfinished. Somehow we've weathered and witnessed a nation that isn't broken. But simply blank. Hurting. I think it was hurting. 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 Oh, crap. That is incorrect. It is unfinished. Wow. So it's, uh, then she went on. We, the successors of a country and a time where a skinny black girl descended from slaves and raised by a single mother can dream of becoming president only to find herself reciting for one. Do you know what her title is? No. She is the Youth Poet Laureate. Well, I believe the very first one that we've ever had. Nice. She's not All the right. poet. Oh, yeah, the chat room is saying Poet Laureate. She is not the Poet Laureate. She's the Youth Poet Laureate. So I believe there, there, there's a new thing. On his first day in office, Biden recommitted the U.S. to being part of the World Health Organization. Who? Which the World <laughs> Health Organization. 
Yeah, exactly. Which President Trump had pulled out of. Yes. Whom did Biden send to represent the U.S. at a meeting of the organization the day after the inauguration? That would be one beaming from ear to ear Anthony Fauci, who is uh, just delighted to be on that call. Yeah. That is correct. That was a little bit too easy. I shouldn't have... uh... Are all these about the president or the... Well, that is kind of the big thing that happened this week, Adam. <laughs> it is I know, called, but... It is called the news quiz. I know, I know. But I, I don't want to bore everyone with the same topic, you know, the whole quiz. All right. Which three new senators were sworn in this week? John Ossoff, uh, Warnock. I can't... What is Warnock's first name? And, oh, the, the one that replaced uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, I, I'll know his name when I hear it. What, so only read me the questions that have John Ossoff and Wernick in them. Well, they, don't, they just have a list of oh, five oh, okay, people, okay. and then you have to pick three. All right. So give me the list. Doug Jones, Laura no. Montez, no. John Ossoff, yes. Alex Padilla. Yes. Padilla, and Raphael, that's who it was. Yeah, and yes. Raphael Warnock. Yeah, so it was Warnock, Ossoff, and Padilla. Uh, let's see if you're correct. My mouse is acting funny. <laughs> Just take, I'm, I'm correct. Yes, yeah. you are correct. One, two. That was number four, wasn't it? Also, that was my favorite clip of the week. My favorite audio clip of the week was Kamala Harris reading the, the legis, you know, the as presiding over the Senate says that she comes before them today to seat three new. And I don't think she'd read it ahead of time. Cause she was just like, and uh, the guy who's replacing retired uh, Senator Kamala D Harris of California. And then she just bust out laughing. It was like, I love her <laughs> laugh. And I was just like, it was great. All right. That was, uh, that was four. Is that four? Yeah. We're, we're on number five. Number five. The final question. It's the final question. On Saturday, yes, 10 climbers became the first to reach the top of K2, the world's second tallest mountain yes. in the winter. Yes. Wait, is it this sentence doesn't make sense to me. It says the world's second tallest mountain, comma, in the winter. Does that mean it's only the tallest mountain in the winter? My or guess that is they is climbed it, it in the winter. No, my guess is that maybe there's snow on some other mountain that makes it like bump, bounce back and forth between number two and number three. I don't know. Isn't that one of those dangling something or other? Dangling that, modifiers. Do you have shoes for babies with rubber bottoms? Yes. Um, K2 straddles which two countries? Oh, shit. So I know it's in Japan. Or is that Fuji? K2 is... What are my choices? What are my choices? Bhutan, China, China. India, China, Nepal, Pakistan. So it's not China. It's not Buttigieg. So what does that leave? India, Nepal, and Pakistan. There so are ne- two. Nepal is where Everest is. So... Pakistan and India, then. Pakistan and India. I believe you're going to get it wrong, but I don't know that. Uh, incorrect. The answer is China, China and Pakistan. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. You got three out of five on that one. Are we ready for the minute 
to why? win it. Why would I? You know what, Adam? I, just like in a casino, I think I want to take my chips and just cash out at this point in time. I don't. I don't feel the need to uh, to do the. Uh, Not an option. Not. What are you telling me that I can't? I can't leave. You can't take your chips. You you must play the the minute to win it. Are we using six twenty five or twenty six? I, I don't know. What I, I don't know. It's it's just the minute to win it theme or something. All right, here we go, Adam. I'm gonna try a new one. I'm gonna try version nine. Here we go. The game begins in three, two, one. What U.S. state had the first 7-Eleven stores? Uh, Pakistan. No, um, uh, Kentucky. Texas. How many of Frank Sinatra's collaborators on Duets and Duets 2 joined him in the studio? All of them. Zero. Ooh, none what of them. Polish political movement got the support of Pope John Paul II in the 1980s? Lech Walesa. Solidarity. Well, that was led what by... What colorless Lech-Lech-Lech. gas is essential in the production of fertilizers and light bulbs? Mm. Colorless gas. Yeah, I got it, got it, got it. Uh, uh, methane. I don't know. Nitrogen. What's Steve, Steve Forbes' real first name? Jason. Malcolm. What did Phil Niekro uh, throw six times sorry, in one sorry, 1979 sorry, game, up. including four in one inning? Wild pitches. Uh, Daniel, you got zero out of six. Well, that's 100%. So that is a you got, 100%. You got zero out of six. So today you got three out of 11 questions. Well, there you go, Adam. I feel like that is a solid, what, solid What percentage is that? What percentage that's, that's is over three 100%. out of that's 11? Like, that's got to be like six or 700%, Adam. That's uh, if I know my math. That is a 27% score. <laughs> I have, uh, you know what? And you, I'm you so laugh. sad, Daniel. I'm so sad about it. It doesn't make <laughs> I know, me that's happy why you're at all. About it doesn't make me happy at so, all. So so sad. I, about it. I'm sorry, Daniel. It's 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 a shame. It really it really. Right, you is. know what? Next week, I'm reading the questions. Oh, are you? Yeah. Next week, you I'm going to read the questions. These, you don't have this magic box of questions. I can, I can go buy questions. a Trivial Pursuit game. I don't uh, have to. Uh, I don't have to. What? You won't. Oh. Oh, it's it's on now, Burns. It's on. You're going to look for a Goodwill store, then. Make sure you're here next week. Adam's going to fail miserably at the news quiz, because uh, that's what happens. Adam, uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, every single Friday, we receive large packages at our doors from FedEx. Uh, they're, they're sent to us by our executive producer, no, Cyclone. No, we don't. Daniel, we receive it on Thursdays. Where well, have you been? I, I don't get mine until Friday. Well, you know what? I don't get mine until Friday morning. Anyway, I get mine on Thursday. Uh, you know, it's probably after I went to bed on Thursday. Because, you know, I'm, I'm very old and I go to bed uh, very early. Anyway, Adam, it, it doesn't matter. These are uh, tirelessly uh, researched items. Uh, all of these things happened on January 22nd of some year. This is from the Mixed Minus Research Center Archives and Test Kitchen for our January 22nd. Today Yum. is National Blonde Brownie Day. Now, I've I never them. in my life called them blonde brownies. Have you? Like, aren't well, they just called blondies? Yeah, I, I, I believe so. 
they I, they replaced a disgusting cocoa that you would find in, in, a, in a brownie with brown <laughs> sugar uh, for a rich butterscotch flavored treat. Yeah, they're good. You don't like? Do you not like chocolate? Have we? Yeah, we, we've talked about this before. Yeah. I I didn't remember that you don't like chocolate. Well, no, not a chocolate fan. I like both chocolate brownies and blondies. I like both. Now, in, in so, fairness, I don't like chocolate candy. I do like brownies, especially if they have uh, vanilla ice cream on them. But well, uh, I prefer I, non-chocolate. I'm not a big fan of chocolate by itself. Yeah. For instance, a Hershey bar. Yeah, gross. Or Hershey kisses gross. or things of that nature. I do, however, love a Snickers. Well, yeah, that's and that is the covered the, with yeah, chocolate. The, well, the, but the peanut and the caramel there is what makes it. Anyway, it doesn't matter, Adam. Uh, today is also National Hot Sauce Day, which I would uh, suggest, even though I love blondies and hot sauce, I do not mix them together. I would not suggest that. Did you know that I'm, I won the, the Hot Ones Challenge at Pride 48 New Orleans? I, I was I the best. Not. I do not know yeah, that. I, was... I do know that I regularly have to argue with Thai restaurants to make it spicy. Ricky and Taylor did horribly, and I, I beat both of them. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Four hot sauces we wished we named. Number one, colon cleaner hot sauce. <laughs> A little nuki hot sauce. Area 51, the hot sauce that doesn't exist. And zombie apocalypse, the ghost chili hot sauce. Now, I don't. You guys don't have this because this is a Florida chain, but we we have a chain here called Tijuana Flats. Okay, and they're you know kind of like a Chipotle or a Moe's, but their gimmick is that they have a hot sauce a hot sauce bar. So they have okay twenty different hot sauces on their bar. You know, with the I remember when things. we were visiting Big Fatty, mm-hmm. we went to a hot sauce store. Yeah. That had, it was probably very unsanitary, but they had a, they had all these hundreds of hot sauces, but they had a, a line of, of trial, uh, trial, yeah. whatever you want to call it, testers. Yep. And you could take a chip and put the hot sauce on the chip. And anyway, yeah. I remember that, but it's probably very, you could probably get COVID by doing that now. But, but what the, the store brand at Tijuana Flats is a hot sauce called Smack My Ass and Call Me Sally. Oh, it's made with habaneros. Anyway, uh, let's see. Today, January 22nd in LGBTQ plus history in 1561, Sir Francis Bacon was born in London. Do you know who he is? I believe he's best known for his philosophical works concerning the acquisition of knowledge, novum organum and the advancement of learning. Wow. Just off the top of my head. Look at you. you Look at you reading it. I think. Uh, Also in 1788, Lord Byron. Was born. Uh, wow. And Lord Byron just died a few years ago. <laughs> no, I, and he still tweets. It was just, I don't know. just recently that I finally took him off my Twitter feed because it was just weird to have this dead guy still tweeting out every day. Uh, in 1978, New York City Mayor Ed Koch issued Executive Order 50, which forbids discrimination against gay men and lesbians in municipal government. Oh, what a coincidence. I was born in 1978. So well, there you go. look at that. And in 2020, I, Adam, that was just this last year, a book called The Fixers claims that in 1986, after he was paid a visit by his former friend and mentor, Roy Cohn, who was dying of AIDS, that Donald Trump had Mar-a-Lago fumigated. Uh, in Disney news, uh, in 1975, Hazel May Sewell 
Bounds Cottrell. Wow, that's a that's a name. That was the first head of Walt Disney Studios Inc. and Paint Department. Oh, passed away at age 76. So she died on January 22nd, 1975. Uh and in 1984, the Super Bowl is played at Tampa Stadium in Florida. The halftime show is a Disney production called Salute to Superstars of Silver Screen. Yep, featuring the University of Florida and the Florida State University bands, the Los Angeles Raiders and the Washington Redskins. 30. I don't know if you noticed this, Adam, but we're hosting the Super Bowl. Tampa is hosting the Super Bowl this year. Oh, no, I don't, you know, I don't, never I don't really... follow it. I just know that because I, it's on my local news or whatever, because, you know, in preparation for Super Bowl. But then I guess also the Buccaneers may actually make it to the Super Bowl. And if they do, it would be the first time in history that a team plays the Super Bowl in their home stadium. Huh. Well, I, I've, I'm not a big fan of pro sports. I like college sports. Mm-hmm. And I like the Olympics, but I don't, I've never really been a fan of pro sports and the Super Bowl I will watch, but only because generally you're going to some Super Bowl party and eating chips and dip and things of that nature. And then watching the commercials and the halftime show. Mm-hmm. I usually don't even know who's playing because I'm not really a pro sports guy, but yeah. in 2009 tickets for Disneyland's Haunted Mansion 40th anniversary event. Um, at a cost of up to $475 each sold, sold out within 10 minutes. Did you have tickets for that? I did not. Um, but I know that the 50th anniversary of the Haunted Mansion, they didn't do a, a limited edition event like that. They put out a bunch of merchandise, but because the uh, 50th anniversary was just in 2019. But the... the so thing- the, the, the event was just you all had to get on that that elevator that you get on in the beginning of the ride and see how many people could fit. That is actually, it's an elevator in California. It's actually not an elevator here in Florida. That's the difference between the two uh, haunted mansions. One of the differences between the two haunted mansions. Right. Don't they just, don't they just use some projector magic to make it look like the walls are moving and then the door opens on the the other side. The, The ceiling moves up in Florida. But in California, the room actually does go down because you have to walk under the train tracks to get to the show building. So you actually, it is an elevator in California. In Florida, it's not because it's not near the train tracks. But uh, here's a little interesting fact for you, Adam. The Haunted Mansion in Florida was built at the same time that the Haunted Mansion in California was built. Uh, The Haunted Mansion was the very first attraction built in Florida. It was built two years before the park was finished being constructed. Uh, and the joke was, is that on opening day, uh, those, those weren't fake cobwebs. It had been sitting there vacant for two <laughs> years. Uh, so it was like, uh, yeah. Uh, Vera, excuse me, Auntie Scott in the chat room is saying California's is better. I disagree. However, uh, I don't think that he's actually ridden the one in Florida, so he wouldn't know. They're very similar. They're, they're, they're very few differences between the two. Uh, I have ridden both and I don't really know cause I don't remember. However, I don't like either one of them. Well, there you go. So uh, I, it, it's really, really kitschy is probably the wrong word, but it's it's very, um, I don't know. It's a little dated. Oh, also, Auntie Scott is saying so is the castle. That is not true. The uh, The best Disney castle is in France, uh, is in Paris. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, in 1980, no, 1998, Ted Kaczynski pled guilty to bombings. The, uh, that was, wasn't he the Unabomber? Yeah. The Unabomber. Uh, sure. It's crazy. 
uh, the uh, also, uh, there you go. Super Bowl, the one that was in Tampa, right? Super Bowl, 1984. Let me screw back up there. 1984. Yeah. So the 1984 Super Bowl, the one that was here in Tampa was the year that they first aired the, uh, that 1984 commercial from, uh, Apple, you know, the one with the, the woman that ran in with the thing. Yeah. Also in 1973, Roe versus Wade was decided on January 22nd. Wow. We were all, we were all worried that, and still there's a possibility that someone could try to overturn that. And, you know, all those conservative justices we have now, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Uh, Adam, there were some movies that were number one at the box office on January 22nd, and uh, I'm now going to play you a, uh, a, a some music from one of them, and you're going to tell me who, uh, what, I can't talk, I can't type at the same time. You're going to tell me from what movie this was. Are you ready? Yes. Mr. Holland's Opus. Yes. <laughs> you don't have a ding for me? I don't. You know, I have to lean over. Now that I have you, the standing desk, I have to lean over to do that. You can't reach I your am. dinger. I have, I have the arthritis, I, and I, I can't lean over to do that, Adam. You can, you can, you can ding yourself. Uh, that was correct. It was it was the uh, Mr. Holland's opus. You know, I could have guessed that before the music even started, because I thought... There's a pause when the conductor is getting ready to start the, because that was his actual band playing that. Yes. And he was standing there, I don't know, shuffling his pages or something, but. Yeah. He was looking at them doing that conductor thing. Hey, happy birthday to Willa Ford, who turned 40. I have no idea who Willa Ford is. I don't know who that is. We have a, we have a sample of his or her music. Let's listen to it. She sounds like Britney Spears. Sounds like she's singing on a telephone. Did they? Did they? I don't. Wait, who is? Oh, it is one hit wonder mimicking Britney. Yeah. So she was. She came after Britney, I guess, and she was mimicking Britney. Okay. Also, uh, happy birthday to Larry Burkhead, who's turned forty-eight. He's an ex-lover and photographer of Anna Nicole Smith. Uh, And Guy Fieri turned fifty-three. And DJ Jazzy Jeff turns 56. Wow. Linda Blair turns 62. And Steve Perry. And I hear she had split pea soup at her birthday party. (laughs) Well, no, they shut down the split pea soup in Anderson, uh, California. uh, And uh, Steve Perry, 72, the lead singer of Journey. I remember that album. I had that album. Anyway, uh, we'd also like to say a very special uh, commemorative birthday to Michael. I don't even know who that is. John Hurt, who died in 2017, <laughs> and Sam Cooke, who died in uh, 1964. Oh, yeah. too soon. I don't know who the rest of those are. Uh, from the Weekly World News, is Jesus back on Earth? 
mystery man can raise the dead and walk on water. I think it was actually, uh, when they, you get into the article, it was actually just Chris Angel. Um, (laughs) it was walking. It was, did you remember when Chris Angel walked on water and it was just plexiglass in the pool? I don't know if I know that particular trick, but I know he was famous for use for floating in midair. So thousands of perfectly sane and rational people are giving up everything they own to follow a man who heals the sick, walks on water and swears he's none other than Jesus Christ. I feel like that's an oxymoron. That sentence in itself, thousands of perfectly sane and rational people are giving up everything they own to follow a man who heals the sick and walks on water and swears he's none other than Jesus. I don't, I think that kind of negates. It's like the second part of that sentence negates. I mean, and the next cover that we have is bernie sanders the the photo is bernie sanders saying <laughs> jesus is back on earth yeah but that's the bible expert that's uh, not the the guy that purports that he's jesus uh, uh did you know that a girl was raised by alligators in the florida everglades i did not know that it's true adam a uh, <laughs> a 10 year old girl who was raised among alligators has been found in the everglades and the strange child can swallow live mice crush bones in her teeth and stay <laughs> underwater for 20 minutes at a time and she's gonna be in the at the local circus from friday <laughs> through the following thursday you can get a ticket for a nickel and uh see the amazing alligator girl <laughs> On the cover of TV Guide in 1956 was Lawrence Welk. Uh, let's see. In 1966 was David Jansen. 1981 was uh, Ronald Reagan. Yeah, I, I would imagine that there should be a lot of presidents on these TV Guide covers because, you know, it's right after the inauguration of, of different presidents, right? But so far, all I see is Reagan. Oh, we have uh, in 1986, we have one of my favorite sitcoms when I was growing up, which is... Uh, Oh, what was the name of it? It was Night Court. Uh, Night Court and it had uh, John Larroquette and Harry Anderson and what's her name? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know her name, but uh, there were several of hers on it, which was which, which, Margo, well, Margie something, Margie, Margie Post? something or Margie other. Post? Yes, yeah. Marky Post. Marky Post. Yeah. Marky Post. It was Night Court. Was it? Yep. <laughs> I know. That's from the uh, Mix Minus Research. I can't. I don't remember what it was. What is it? Mix Minus Research Center Archives and Test Kitchen. We thank Cyclone for his tireless work that he does on this show each and every week. You know, I didn't realize that Jared Padalecki, yes, from Supernatural, mm-hmm. is, is going new, to be. He's the new Walker Texas, Texas yeah. Ranger. Yeah, he's the new Walker Texas Ranger. I may have to give that show a try. You know, I've never seen that show. Who the was original. who was the original Texas Walker Ranger? Chuck Norris. Oh, well that's why I never watched the show. But not, I not like Jared Padalecki. Well, I like Supernatural. I don't know him personally, but Yeah, that wasn't actually him talking. He was reading lines. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Adam, take us home. What? <laughs> I don't know. Am you I... have the last card on the uh, trailer oh, there. I'm I was not just even looking at it. Oh, it's a, it's oh about this, friends. Is a, this is a great one to end with. Oh. Is it what do you want me to save it till next week? We can put, move it up somewhere else. 
Well, do you have anything to talk about in the uh, place? Yeah, uh, we can talk about uh, how it's time to go. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> we stream this show every Friday. Oh, I can't talk. I, look at me. I'm turning away from the microphone even. And I, oh, God, it's all falling apart. You, uh... We stream every Friday night live on Friday48.com, 10 p.m. Eastern. If you'd like to come and join us, please, please do so. We'd love to see you here. Uh, if you want to send us an email, the email address is contact at mixminuspodcast.com. You can leave us a voicemail, voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com. You just go there with your browser, Kathy Bacon. You just go there with your browser, press the button, and start talking on your phone. So on your phone, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm speaking only to Kathy Bacon. Go on your phone, go on your browser, go to voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com she always leaves out the podcast she always like tries to go to mixminus.com mixminuspodcast.com press the button leave us that's that other guy isn't it no i don't think i don't think uh matthew mcconaughey actually has (laughs) matthew mcgonagall (laughs) anyway we'll be back here next friday night uh adam i hope you have a great week and uh, i will talk to you next week i wonder if he has a research department and gets research. This show is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.